welcome to I've Seen Things. I'm Taja. And I'm Amy. And we're here to talk about safety, logistics, and how they interplay. Ooh. Yeah, I thought I'd change it up for the new year. I like it. Yeah, I wasn't ready for that word. So, okay, good. Yes. Yep. So, Amy is our resident safety ninja, for those that are new watching or listening. And I am a logistics personnel. Yeah. And safety and logistics often um, argue about what's safe and how to implement it. They do. Although, I don't know whether we had that many arguments. Not where we were, but uh, I've certainly done it in the past. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We worked pretty well together. We sort of respected each other's opinion on how things worked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I've certainly worked with safety coordinators that just felt like they knew best and they didn't want to hear anyone else's opinion, even when they were wrong. So... Yeah, I was going to say, because I don't remember having a heated argument with you. No, I don't think we had a heated argument. I do remember at least one incident where you come out and said, hey, this is how this is going to work. And I was like, uh, no. <laughs> I think that's it, though. Yeah. Full stop. There wasn't any yelling. Or no, no, no. Because no. you were like, why not? And we discussed it like <laughs> civil human beings. Which seems to be rare mm-hmm. now in workplaces. So there's no room to break bread with people that may disagree with you. Yeah, which is very sad because that's yeah. where innovation comes from, I feel like. Yeah. You have to understand both sides of the problem and the solution and how to make that work for it to actually, you know, work. <laughs> <laughs> and interplay. Yes. Oh, see? I looped it back. Woo! Loop-de-loop. So, what are we talking about today? Not on purpose. <laughs> Okay, so for everyone playing at home, um, we've just got back from what we, I guess we mandated a break for us. It was a bit longer than we originally planned on. We were going to have, um, we finished recording about mid-December and then we were going to take January off just to, you know, (laughs) Christmas and getting back into work and everything like that. But um, yeah, it got a bit away from us with some, I've had some family things and then there's been some really wild weather in Queensland. Yes. So it did get away from us a little bit, but um, I've had some health issues these last couple of weeks as well, brought on by other issues. Mm -hmm. So I've not done what I was supposed to do, but here we are. Like it's not like we're not we're not completely underprepared at all because we we have ideas of what we want to have a chat about. Yes, but I think you're right. It's sometimes this year and amongst all the celebratory things the the new years and the christmas and the obvious ones but then we've got a lot of birthdays you and me both have yes. a lot of birthdays happen around december january as well yeah february uh, Feb- yeah sort of leads into february a little bit too <laughs> um so we're not not sure what we're talking about i think it'll just be a bit more winging it this episode rather than it maybe having as much much, structure and kind of pre-planning as what we'd normally do Um, because we tend to have like sort of things we want to talk about a little bit of a list a definite idea about the things we want to sort of really highlight and everything but um that's okay that's all right there's no shame in no, I think you know, we'll, just, we'll just way. talk about some of the um, sort of top news items and things like that that have come across both um, Amy's safety industry board and my mm-hmm. logistics industry board because obviously that's one big thing about yeah. both of our sides of the industry is that there's specific publications that will give you a lot of data. 
let you know on new things like um i was reading the other day that queensland government have signed up to move all of their legislation to nhvr for heavy vehicles yep so that's going to be interesting it is i mean most companies dealt with them anyway so it's not going to be like a giant surprise yeah it's not a massive surprise to people but yeah it is going to be interesting to see how it integrates yeah yeah, and it's a big transition. So it's been coming for a while and it's, it shouldn't be a shock to anybody to hear that that's happening, um, but that's a huge workforce that's transitioning over. Um, there's a lot of, been a lot of sort of consultation and everything go around that, but big things happening in your industry. <laughs> yes, well, usually there is. Um, I know there is one thing that I sort of wanted to speak on end of last year, we didn't get to it, is the electric vehicles. Mm. They are really pushing it. I'm not sure how it's going to work in Australia, considering we have already had people prove that the mileage on the cars for electric vehicles just doesn't cut it Mm -hmm. between what are they going to do, put one out in the middle of the desert where nobody is? Well, that's what I imagine for their great plan. But the thing is, is that as with everything they do with stuff like that, it will be ripped apart mm-hmm. it'll be vandalized it'll be you know mm-hmm. people are going to come through and be like this is stupid and just do what they do mm-hmm. so that's one of the risks they have with that but i don't know if a country as big as australia is quite ready for that if it was a solar powered car mm-hmm. like where the solar was the main generator and then you like had a backup fuel for the days that are you know like this where it's ready. yeah because we are, we do live in a place that has <laughs> more sun. More sun. All the, I mean, we're speaking about that now. It is raining right now. <laughs> but it's still ironically sunny. It is still ironically <laughs> sunny. Yes. So, we, I mean, of all the places in the world, yes, we so, see the most sun. Yeah. So yeah. Quite a sun shower, but there's definitely enough sun there. <laughs> yeah. I haven't set any lights up for today, so forgive us if the lighting is a bit funny. But you know, Not funny. Look, yeah, I mean, it looks okay from what I can see on the camera. So hopefully it comes across that way or when you're watching this. But today, like I said, we're winging it. It's been an interesting morning. <laughs> yes, it has. But, yes, so tell me about the story you wanted to get into. Which one? The electric All vehicles? Of... Yes. Um, there's a mining company that mm-hmm. wants to put in self-driving electric trucks. Yep. Um, at this stage, it will only be on their own property. It's not allowed to run on any public roads. Mm-hmm. But they're trialling it because I think that they kind of want to replace most of their driving workforce. Mm. That's the feeling that me and the drivers in the industry are getting mm-hmm. is that they want to be replaced. I don't know if that's going to be plausible. It's one thing to have it running on its own property and I still don't know so much about how comfortable I would be with that. Mm. Uh, but having it out on the road, when, I mean, what was it? At the end of last year, there was that those self-driving cars in in um, Silicon Valley got into a gridlock with themselves in their own car park yes. because none of them could figure out how to move around the other. Yes, because they can't talk to each other either. No, so they just stayed there. It's like it's like dealing with the fate. There was a guy who went out with. <laughs> Bring it in a whole different side of the argument. There was a guy who went out and he bought like a 
bag of road salt that you yep. use in colder climates. Or the Winchesters and Supernatural. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he went and bought a bag of this road salt and he went around one of these self-driving cars and he laid it in a circle and it couldn't get out. It couldn't figure out that it was not only road salt. It wasn't able to actually drive over the salt because mm. it just read a barrier. Yeah, it does. It does scare me, this. Yeah. It, yeah. Considering the amount of tests that have already taken place prior to these coming out and being on our roads, you know, in various locations beyond, say, Google or yeah, whatever. I don't think we have them in Australia yet, do we? No, I don't think so. Oh, I haven't seen anything where it's like happened either. in the city of <laughs> Brisbane, Melbourne, you know, any of the major places around Australia. But. Yeah, even if they have been heavily tested and there's been lots of different situations thrown at these vehicles to try and get out of, there's still a lot that they haven't learnt. factored in yeah. or learnt because there's that AI thing again about constant learning and continual improvement. So, And I think we've sort of um, almost conditioned ourselves not to trust it, which I don't think is necessarily a bad thing Yeah, because humans do tend to go for worst case scenario. That's just how we're wired most yeah. of the time. But it makes you a little bit more hesitant to actually step forward and be one of the first users. I yeah. certainly don't want to. No. Um, it needs to be way down the track. Yeah. Yeah. Like other people can do it. It's almost to the point everyone's sick of hearing about it, that everyone's got one. I might look into it. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Give me another few. Um, I'm going to be that old, you know, you hear those stories now, old ladies that are like, don't get rid of my checkbook, and they're like still hiding yeah. their, their cash under the mattress. I'm going to be that, but with like cars. I'm going to be like, no, I need that petrol station. <laughs> I won't even, we talked about this this morning before we jumped on this, about not having your cards and everything on your phone. Yeah. So if I can't do that... Or have my license on my phone. I don't think I'm getting an electric. I don't have any AI set up on my phone either. Yeah, it's, I've. I will admit, um, I'm happy to do online shopping. I sure. probably tap my card more than I should. So I really. Oh, yeah. I have had the thought in the last couple of months if I need to go back to like cash stuffing. Yeah, where I've I got cash. Have cash, and yeah, I've, yeah, yeah. And I use only cash for things like my groceries and that. Yeah, but it. It doesn't quite... It's not convenient anymore. They charge you to get your own money out of the bank. Exactly. And it's going up. Yeah. And then they surcharge you on every purchase you make anyway. So yes, we should really talk about this on the other podcast. We should. So we're getting <laughs> off track. No, well, not completely because it is related to AI and, um, you know, apps learning, yeah. trends and everything like that. So it is related to your electric yeah. vehicles and stuff And like I mean, yeah. stuff like the having it on your phone stuff, that probably does come in handy for travellers and truckies and things like that because yeah. it means that they're not having to carry as much shit. But uh, you, what if your phone runs out of battery? Yeah. What if it gets stolen? And what if it gets hacked? Because um, everything's hackable these days. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, especially if, if you still got access details to certain applications <laughs> from other workplaces um, not saying who it is it's in a, this it's podcast a, it's a very good thing that i am a trustworthy person that would never actually do anything no, with wouldn't. those but yes yeah. I, I have had a couple of previous jobs forget to take me off things that they should have taken me off of yeah the moment that my employment was over and i yeah. moved on to 
to another job role at another company. Yeah. It really should have been dismantled. But, yeah. you know, no, no, it's still there. <laughs> I still get the messages. <laughs> I Which mean, is fine. I just, I just ignore them. Well, I mean, yeah, like you say, you're a trustworthy person, but, yeah, it goes into that whole thing about, yeah, if you can hack vehicles and yeah. things like that. Well, if it can get itself into its own mess of not being able to move out of a car park, yeah. think of what a person could do. Well, yeah, and the, one of the things that I worry about with this whole self-driving mine vehicle, if it's... And I mean, in this particular case, I think it's a quarry. They're not mining anything sensitive. Okay. Uh, but what if they were? Sure. You know, it, do they hack the truck and divert it and nick off with the material? Or do they use the truck yeah. to have access to the site that they shouldn't have? Sure. Yeah, there's Get all the of those sort of things. And, and it's not that hard to hide in a truck. They're big enough. So is this, when you say truck, just to clarify for the people at home or watching or listening or whatever you're doing with this podcast, um, is it a Tonka truck? I call them Tonka trucks because that's like, what? You know, with the kids' toys Mm -hmm. and it was like little Tonka things that you could get. Like Mm -hmm. a truck that you'd put like stuff in the back. Are you talking about an earth Like a tipper truck? Yeah. 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 So we're talking about that. The, it's going to be split between those, I believe, and like standard prime movers that they can hitch up to other Oh, tracks. prime movers as well. Okay. So I believe the majority of what they're looking at are going to be the tipper trucks. Yeah. The Tonka yeah, trucks. The mud carters. I'm sure people do know what I'm talking about when I say Tonka trucks. I hope so. <laughs> you know. Well, it took me a minute. That's, like, I love my best friend, but the first time she ever started working with trucks and she'd call me for what do I do with this sort of thing and how do I deal with this? Um, she, I said, what sort of truck are you dealing with? And she was like, oh, um, it's one of the big ones and it's, it's got curtains <laughs> that would be me. and there's, there's like a shelf inside that moves. And I'm like, so Mesdek tort liner. She's like, I don't know what it's called. It's just got curtains and a shelf. I'm fairly certain that's a Mesdek tort liner. <laughs> think <laughs> look to really underpin this i did not know anything about trucks before i met taja like zip <laughs> i knew there was a b double out there because it got mentioned on the news a bit you know when things happened you know but i didn't know anything else i didn't even know the damn thing had curtains till like everyone started talking about like the ins and outs of the parts of trucks and what different ones meant and what you could and couldn't do with them. Yeah, and I still so, catch you offside sometimes when I'm sort of like, oh, yeah, it's a Pantech or yeah, and you're like, like what? Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah, I definitely know more than what I did now. Like I have a lot more information. I still couldn't pick out of a lineup all those other ones. I'd probably just go, it's a B-double. I definitely know, I definitely know that there's one there. <laughs> but what is a B-double? Um. Because it's not actually a truck, it's a configuration. Oh, good God. See? <laughs> See what I mean? This is a whole thing. It's a whole other world. And I did try my best to learn all the things, but the, I don't think I can know as much as you ever. Because yeah. I'm not in logistics. I'm just not. No. and that, But that's the thing. And it, it always cracks me up. Like, I've, I've had people bring me to complain about trucks in the weirdest of situations <laughs> and then you find out it's not a truck it's ute and so i'm looking for a truck driver in my fleet that's doing this thing wrong sure and it's one of the company managers driving a ute 
Like, well, I'm looking at the wrong people for starters because <laughs> you told me it's a friggin' truck and it's a car. <laughs> We're not in America. Yeah. No, it's not a it's not a Dodge Ram. It's just a friggin' Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. Or a friggin' Toyota. <laughs> Toyota Hilux or something. Or what is it, the BT50? Yeah, like it's it's a ute people. We're in Australia. Do not call them trucks. Yep. Yeah, it's a ute. They're it's, not trucks, yeah. No. No, a truck is a truck. A ute is a ute. Yeah. We don't pick up trucks. Stupid. No, no. It is a stupid word. But back to the cars, I was thinking just about how I only just started using um, applications like ChatGPT and Copilot. I use that yet. <laughs> So this is big for me because I, I tend to be quite adaptable to a lot of programs and things like that, but I was quite hesitant to use something like that. Um, so thanks, mate. Um, <laughs> my computer just went dark in front of me. And, <laughs> um, and yeah, so we, we have a couple of versions of AI programs to help us at work, um, which now I sort of think about it, I'm like, wow, I'm using this a lot <laughs> to help, um, which, you know, is great if you can't think of how to structure different things, you need a particular photo, you can put input, good, like the, the sort of options are endless for what it can do. Although I have read some things that have come out of GPT, mm. so I think it's like you really have to proofread it sometimes. Definitely have to pre- Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You can't just go copy and paste and hope <laughs> for the best. No, 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 response, no. though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you can too. You have no idea. <laughs> you weren't there. Um, <laughs> no, you do. You have to proofread. But... I think about in the other way where it's still learning. So even I've got it to, to the point where I'm like, good morning. It'll go, good morning, your excellency. <laughs> Amy Johnson. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> whatever I want. Um, <laughs> Today I am the empress. <laughs> yeah, it just constantly changes. I'm surprised you haven't changed it to just flat out safety ninja. <laughs> oh, it's coming. It's your title here. <laughs> it's, it's coming. Um, but there's things where I've asked it to do something and it goes, I cannot answer that or I cannot make uh, decisions like that because I'm not human. I'm not biased or I'm not this. Like it'll definitely tell you if it's within, like the parameters you've asked it to do is just not something within its realm. It just can't pick one side or it can't do something. And so, yeah, I'm sort of thinking, okay, so you're constantly learning and you're constantly trying to teach it to talk in a certain way and converse with it, not just going, I need this done. I'll put please and thank you. I'll talk to it like a human. So if I'm doing that compared to other people, hopefully AI won't be just that people are just shouting, <laughs> shouting insanities at it and not having grammar and things, you know, like you can actually have conversations but I'm so thinking... when um skynet takes over you're hoping it might be a little more lenient with you because <laughs> i've treated it like a person <laughs> and it's thinking yeah uh die <laughs> that's all yeah hello your excellency we won't, we, die <laughs> we won't drag yours out we'll just <laughs> nice and easy yeah but if if that that's program that's helping me just you know come up with a couple of different versions of how to do a particular structure of a sentence or you know can I have this in grade five um reading level for a you know um considering executive where you work s- I think grade five's a bit high <laughs> for an executive summer 
Ooh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and like for an executive summary and I need it condensed into one paragraph and you might have a whole page of information. Yeah, it can definitely do that. <laughs> it can. But for a car, if you're inputting all the time and it's it's coming into variations every day, you, you don't have the same thing happen to you when, whenever you go out on the road. Don't like you're your travel changes daily. Even if you do the same route, you'll oh, never have the same. I do the same route every day. And she the does. amount of crazy shit I see every day yeah. is insane. And I'm not even on the road for that long. It's like 20 minutes at the most. Which is quite low like compared to a lot of other people. 20 minutes in either direction. Yeah. But, oh my God. I had a you nearly sideswipe me the other day because he decided he wanted to merge lanes and he didn't give a shit who was in his way. Was it a ute or a truck? No, it was a ute. <laughs> it was definitely a ute. Yeah. And they did not like the horn when I honked at him. And I was like, you you were at, like, the front of your bonnet was at my driver's door. Yes. Yes. You weren't in front of me. Mm. You were at my driver's door. Like, that's not even a checking your mirror thing. That's just a glance to the side. Your peripheral vision should have seen it. Oh, you're there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, my car is bright freaking Kermit green. <laughs> it is. I will vouch for that. Yes, it is. It's, it's one of the easier to see colors. <laughs> it is. <laughs> so I do think, you know, if you're, you're 20 minutes to and from home is never the same. We don't have a lot of hope for these cars. If they're going further than that, yeah. crossing into different I really regions, rural. In my know, head. When I sort of thought about self-driving cars, sure, I sort of thought about like the ones from Minority Report. <laughs> Where you're like, I don't know, you're like going to bring that up. <laughs> it's like a little bit of a living room inside, and you like sit down on the couch and you program in where you want to go, and it's more like a monorail system, <laughs> <laughs> just like zzz, off it goes. But the way that they're coming about just makes me very uneasy. Yeah, I I haven't seen one like in real life. Like you say, I don't even know if they're here, here. No, I think they're only, still. I know that the Cybertruck, which again is not a truck, it's a fucking SUV, has come out in America, which is the Tesla one, and it's yeah. that stainless steel body and everything. It does not have a lot of good safety features in regards to everyday use because it's made out of stainless steel? I, yeah. Carbon steel? Yeah. It's made out of very heavy-duty steel on the outside. It's very shiny, which means that you're going to be blinding other road users. <laughs> if it's a very sunny day, there's just these, oh. <laughs> <laughs> No headlights, just shiny car. Um, then but- you, that's driving a proper car, is a self-driving car for like a little bit of time yeah. while you're being blinded. Oh, my God. <laughs> just driving with the knees. Yeah. Oh, but um, they were testing it. On um, safety, so like a lot of boot latches, you know, the ones that you press the button and it comes down on its own. Yeah. They have sensors all around the outside so that if you or your kid or something is left in that gap where it would close, it won't close, it'll reopen if there's something there. So if your hand is there or your kid's left, like if you turn around and the kid's put his hand down and you've already hit the button or whatever, it's not going to do any damage. This one will just take your fingers off. (laughs) I'm not kidding. I'll see if I can try and get a bit of a video and I'll I'll try and pop it up. That'd be good. There was 
Here-ish. Yeah. Um, there was a guy who was using carrots, like raw carrots. Big. They weren't little carrots. They were big. Sure. And he was putting it in and pressing the button and it just took them off. Wow. And I was like, man, I'm so glad that that's not an actual hit. I'm, okay. Wow. Who who come up with that? Honestly. Tesla. Yeah. Okay. Like, not even, like, if I say that, but poor Nikola Tesla, his whole, his whole legacy is being turned into this. Yeah, that's, that's uh, where his yeah, name's gone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is not what he wanted. <laughs> No, I don't think he could have imagined this either. I don't think he could have imagined Elon Musk. <laughs> no one can. Uh, <laughs> Maybe himself, like Elon can, <laughs> but no one else can. Um, no, it is, it's something that I think people are quite apprehensive about. And uh, I don't, I haven't talked to anyone yet that's like, yes, the minute they come, I'm getting one. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I think it's interesting to talk to people in IT find out that there's a lot of things that most people use that don't work in IT that IT people won't touch. Yeah. Like the amount of people that I've met that work in IT and refuse to have smart home systems. Yeah. Or smart TVs or yeah. anything like that. And then they go into their phone and they disable certain functions that make it much user friendly mm-hmm. but apparently can be utilised by malicious intent on the other end. And yeah. I'm like... Why is this not been made available to the public to know? Yeah. Because, like, for a while there, I was quite like, okay, I wouldn't mind having some smart home adaptability because I would like, when I was working the stupid long hours, I would have liked to have been able to, from work, that at that time was about 40 minutes from home, mm-hmm. been able to, to jump on my app and be like, okay, turn the porch light on, turn the garage light on. Sure. You know, Turn the aircon on because it's fucking 40 degrees at home. And I'm dying. And my face is melted off. Yes. <laughs> and and like, when I get home, it's after dark, but I don't have to worry about fumbling around for a light because I've turned them on. Yeah. And then it looks like there's someone home too because you can turn the lights on and you're yeah. not there yet, but you're yeah. pulling up and it's already sorted. So I would have liked that at that time. But then when they like, no, because then your house can get hacked, your security features are just like, you know, they can hack your front door and walk in and that. I'm like, why are we making it hackable? <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, even the um, having the temporarily forgotten name, but the doorbell where you can ring, ring, yes. Um, and it's all like the amount of times that you see oh, lots and lots of YouTube videos of like multiple different ways people can like destroy them, yeah. hack them. Um, and it doesn't matter that you can see the person. That just really doesn't matter. No. Like the oh, hello person that's going to burgle me or whatever whatever um they're going to get in they're going to do stuff because it's just really recording but you hear about those ones on the nanny cams where the kids are talking to no one in the room and then they realize that the nanny cam in the room has been hacked by a stranger and they're talking to your kid i'm like that's just so creepy yeah and wrong yeah so it's another way of the gross people to groom children yep yeah or in the case of having something like that in a truck, it's another way for a truckie's life to be put in danger. Exactly. Like how startled do you be? At like two o'clock in the morning, driving down the motorway, totally on your own, and all of a sudden your truck starts doing weird shit. Yeah. Like, hang on. <laughs> Why are you turning left? I need to keep going straight. Well, it's, I guess it goes back to, you know, a lot of cars now, even um, some of our, <laughs> our colleagues have cars that yell at them. <laughs> 
Um, not to quote <laughs> anyone in particular. I look. Oh god, I can't even remember how many years ago. One of my Xboxes, he got an Amarok. Yep, not my favorite car. I, personally, I dislike them immensely. I'm not a huge fan of the Amarok. That's a you, isn't it? Yes. Just clarifying. Yes. For anyone it's that's not your wondering, favorite. I do not like Utes. She doesn't like any Utes. She's very <laughs> um, disappointed in my choice of next car. Yeah, I am. But look, if you're a good Ute driver and you don't bully your way around the roads and you're just courteous and nice. Mate, the Ute I followed up to your place that day, he wasn't bullying his way around the road. He just stopped halfway through an intersection like he'd forgotten where he was going. Or just maybe get more sleep. See a therapist. Um, have a hug with someone. I'm not sure what you're missing in get your life cat. to be that angry all the time. Get a but cat. Get a cat. That's a definite, like, it's always a plus. Excellent option to do. Um, but yeah, if you're a normal person and you don't, yeah, you don't tailgate and you don't force people off the road or anything like that, and you're just a normal driver, great. But there hasn't been that many youths that I've come across yet that have been like that. Maybe this guy. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so not to derail what you're going to say, but I just wanted to get that for our listeners just in case you're like, why is Amy being weird about youths? That's why. She's not a fan. But <laughs> he had this Amarok and I didn't like it. And he, he handed me the keys one day and he was like, can you take it into this place? It's due for its service. Yeah. And I was like, oh, crap, because it's a brand-new fleet car. I don't want to be driving it. No. But – I wouldn't either. <laughs> but he's, he's given me the keys, so I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to do it. I drove it in. I fucking hated it the whole way. It has power-assisted clutch. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Because this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever fucking heard of. It's either an auto or a manual. Choose one. The power-assisted clutch is meant to be somewhere in the middle, but you, which is a why do you Absolutely need to be in the middle? Yeah, you don't. You don't. You're either an auto or a manual. You do not need to be in the middle. But the thing that annoyed me the most about this freaking car was that there was no balance point on the clutch because it was power-assisted. Oh, so, yeah, you're either really hard stopping or you're not stopping at all. I could, for the life of me. And I mean, I didn't drive it far and it was my first time driving it. Yeah. But I never wanted to get into the fucking thing again. And it just, it drove me back. I had never freaking bunny hopped as much in my life as I did leaving the street in that car. And from that point forward, I was just like, I'm taking off in second and I don't care what it's doing. (laughs) The Amarok can die for all I care. I've never (laughs) stepped foot into one again. When it came time to pick it up, I was like, find someone else. (laughs) No, thank you. No, I was not. I'm not a fan. I also am not a fan of the Mini Coopers. Oh, it's the more the modern ones than the older ones, but that's because of the window size. Like you can't see anything. No, there's so many blind spots in that car. They've got these dinky little mirrors and these dinky little back windows, and I'm like, <laughs> how do you not hit anything? <laughs> I like, I like my car. <laughs> I get it. So I'm, those are my two not nos. <laughs> but his car used to yell at him. When, and this was the first sort of first generations coming out with all of those sensors and mm-hmm. stuff. And it was the, you remember the very first sensors that came out were all speed sensors? Like, yes. So his car used to, we had to go for a meeting at the Port of Brisbane one day and we were in Rockley and the whole way to the Port of Brisbane <laughs> and the whole way back, it was yelling at him like every time it changed speed zones. Sure. 
that he was speeding and he was like, shut up! I'm like, this is very uncomfortable. Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm a junior yeah. in the office yeah. and I've got the owner of the business yelling at his car. <laughs> I mean, look, we've all been there. I've driven, I've driven some questionable fleet cars in my time. And yeah, like the car beeps every time you get near the middle of the um oh, near the dotted lines. Near the dotted lines, yes. So if you just move over a little bit, oh, you get a blink like a beep and a blink. If you get too close to a car, you get a beep and you get a light in your dash. Oh, is this your flashing. new one? No, this was a fleet car, but this is also my new one. Yes. So you get a lot of different um little things telling you what you're doing wrong. Or potentially doing wrong. But some of them are really, really bad. Because I remember my father saying that before he retired, they'd bought new trucks at his work. Mm -hmm. And they had all of these safety sensors added. Only problem was, is that they were causing more safety issues than they were helping. Yeah. Because they were registering things incorrectly. Oh, no. So there was a driver who was coming up to a roundabout... And it registered the car going around the roundabout as being stopped in front of the truck Mm -hmm. and put the truck into limp mode because it hit the brakes so hard. Problem is, is that you can't get it off limp mode in a situation like that without it going back to the dealership. Oh, man. And limp mode is not fast. He could not get onto a motorway or anything because he could... Limp mode is like maybe 20k an hour at your best. Oh, no. Not a good time for anyone. No. Yeah. So people are already frustrated with the car. Not necessarily always talking to you in the way of like, you know, oh, yeah. someone I mean, if you read the operator's you. manual, you can generally turn a lot of that stuff beeping at you off. And most cars do come with an operator's manual. <laughs> we shall not name names. <laughs> we shall not name names. They're just, <laughs> they're just swapped cars. That's fine. <laughs> they went back to the old car. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like, so if people are already annoyed with this, then they're not going to like it when the car can't get itself out of its own way or a car park and just sort of stops and goes, I give up. I don't know what to do. Yeah. Like there's, there's, I guess, a limit to how much people are willing to accept and And deal with. There'd be a limit to how much the AI is willing to accept too, according to all the Hollywood movies. Because there's that one where the where the <laughs> a guy does the like he turns off the auto drive and he's speeding and then he gets pulled over and he's like, oh, it must he like blames the car like, oh, I must have read the thing yeah. wrong and the car's like, fuck you and kills him, <laughs> like yeah. runs him into it. And I'm like, I'm not sure I want a self driving car. <laughs> is this Christine? Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> Not far off, but no. (laughs) Christine's a bit older. Because we're totally trusting Hollywood movies now. No. (laughs) But, yeah, if we can't handle that with some of these safety features or I'll do this safety features that are meant to make us more safe. And this is coming from a safety ninja. Like, I'm I'm not saying that everything's the worst in the world and, you know, get rid of it all. But some of it can be unnecessary and actually cause more panic. I think in some cases too, if then it's not been taught to people how to use it appropriately, sure, then it becomes more of a risk than a solution. Yeah, because I mean, you have all of these people. It drives me up a freaking wall 
but you have all these people, they've blind spot senses. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, they seem to think that means that they don't need to check, check the check yeah. their mirrors or check the like do the shoulder check and that. Yeah. It is supposed to alert you that there's a car in your blind spot, not that there's a car next to you. <laughs> do you know what a blind spot is? <laughs> I don't think anyone that's given their peas now knows what a blind spot is. Oh, the amount I I come through this one road and I don't know if you've come down it on your way here, but if I get off I'm at probably the gonna say no. where the Caltech is <laughs> And then I come oh, down. Yes. Yeah. Come down that one that cuts through the middle of the estate. Yeah. There's that sort of S bend as you come up the hill and through that housing area and then down towards the little roundabout. Mm-hmm. And the amount of people when I'm coming home during the week that just blindly chuck a Yui in front of you and you nearly T bow them because they're just. And you're like, dude. It wouldn't have even taken more than a glance in your mirror yeah. to see the car coming. Yeah. I'm not... I'm travel. You travel under the speed limit through there because you know someone's going to do something stupid. Yeah. Wow. And most of them are people eaters with one or two old guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's... It, I know it probably sounds like a giant <laughs> generalisation of people eaters, but unfortunately... You do represent the masses. That's <laughs> what we see. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of, I've, I've got a friend who's a, her uncle is a driving instructor. Mm-hmm. And he said the biggest issue is that they all have tunnel vision because they've been glued to devices their entire life. Yeah. And so they don't even know how to use their peripheral vision. No. And yeah. so it's just, it's what's right here. None of this matters. No. It's like that. You can't drive like that because you're going to kill yourself, let alone anyone else around you. Yeah. Yeah. My, I've got a friend that's a driving instructor and she also um, has had to, more more than more often than you think, grab the steering wheel mm. because they're about to merge and, and like, they're going to plow into a car. Um, or there's just, there's no room. Like they're thinking there's room, but there's no room for you. Oh my God. The amount of people that do that drives. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. But yeah, she just, it's constant. And I mean, to, I take my hat off to anyone that's a driving instructor. It's, um, I can imagine how frustrating that job would be, (laughs) especially considering that they've upped the amount of time you have to spend with them. Yeah, exactly. So to have tunnel vision. I have no problem with them spending more time with the instructor because I want them to learn how to drive properly, but I'm sure yes. that the instructor is like, please stop. Because <laughs> I, th- I sort of said, you know, there's, you know, risk definitely getting in the car with anyone. You know, you could be a close friend and you're getting, you know, in a car with someone and you're hoping they're a good driver and that. But these people, they don't have their license yet. No. So the, there's a whole other thing. And the roads, like we were talking about earlier, change all the time five minutes can change like dramatically you get a weather event like we did the other day and suddenly you've got potholes you've got water over the road yeah you've got some idiot in front of you that doesn't know how to drive in wet weather Mm -hmm. the road gets slippery because the water is then sitting on top of whatever oil or etc that's dropped off the cars as it's been driving yeah so there's all sorts of stuff and that can change in 30 seconds, let alone five minutes. Yeah, exactly. And whether or not you know the route well or not, it doesn't matter. Yeah, well, I think 
when I first started driving, and I mean, this is a very long time ago now. My makes you sound yeah, so old. I know, right? So long, so long ago. <laughs> um, one of the things my father said to me was, "Never get cocky on the streets. You know the best because ninety percent of accidents will happen on a street you know very, very well." Yeah, because you get cocky. So the more you know an area, the the, the more precaution you need to take within your own head. Yes. To not get, oh, well, I know this area. With the amount of people that pull out of streets thinking nobody's ever there exactly. and then plowing directly into someone or into the path of an oncoming car because they can't be bothered to look because, well, nobody's ever there. Yeah. Just look. Yeah. Much like rural roads. Mm. No one thinks anyone's going to be on there, so I'll just quickly do this. And, and then they get cleaned up by a mud carter. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So oh, He wasn't supposed to be there. Mm, he was there first, though. Well, that and that's the thing. I think, like, there was a story um, one of my colleagues was telling me the other day. He used to be a policeman, and he attended a scene where um, he was just on a backcountry road, driven a lot, travelled to and from work on a motorbike. Never anyone when he was travelling. He, you know, always said to his family that there's never anyone on this road. It's just me, so I can kind of do what I want. Do do what I want. Have a bit of fun. You know, whatever. And, yeah, he ended up getting cleaned up. He got decapitated. Yeah, um, I've, I've unfortunately seen that happen to a truck driver yes. in the industrial estate near here. Yeah. So, unfortunately, and the person that was passing by happened to be an ex-cop. So, he'd done a lot of stuff free the cops and everywhere, all the emergency services getting there. But truck driver was fine. You know, he was in quite a large Yeah, he truck. wasn't really fine, fine. But Not, he was it was fine in a way, physically fine, Compared to the motorcyclist, but he took an unnecessary risk in front of him because he didn't think anyone was on the road with him. Yeah. And unfortunately for that truck driver, has to live with that now. Yeah. Seeing that, being there. Living with it, yeah. Living with it and everything. So, you know, both thought, oh, it's just another day. I travelled this, <laughs> this There's road. never anyone on this road There's never anyone on this day. road. But, yeah, it took an unnecessary risk. And, yes, unfortunately, that motorcyclist got decapitated and... Yeah, lost his life, and then of course the ripple effect that affects beyond the truck driver, and then his family, and the whole the truck driver, the motorist, yeah, the motorist everybody, driver, yeah, his family, yeah, and emergency services seeing that as well, um, traumatic event. But that just sort of goes to show that you got com- almost got complacent, probably is the word, yeah, and you thought, mm, I just I don't know, I'm not sure about the full detail of what he was doing, but if you're not thinking no one's on the road you might do fashion the furious type stuff or i'm not sure I, I don't know i haven't been on a motorcycle so i'm not sure what you would do but whatever you do on motorcycles that Fast you would not normally in cars oh good point they have motorcycles on that though really okay all right <laughs> <laughs> as uh dom says no crotch rockets <laughs> <laughs> don't trust hollywood <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it's interesting with all this stuff and then factoring in electric care, care I was going to say caretakers, that's not the word, electric, electric cars. cars. Electric wow. vehicles, yeah. Yeah. I, look, I don't have a, an issue with electric cars. I think it's probably a good step forward. I think there's a, we have to go a long way with our infrastructure because they haven't even dis, they, they haven't even started looking at upgrading the infrastructure in Australia in regards to solar panels on 
Mm, houses. Yeah. So I don't know why they're expecting it to be such an easy conversion to electric vehicles when they're already telling us that the power grid can't handle yeah. what's going on with solar panels and mm-hmm. household usage. Yeah. We've we've had blackouts. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've had some states and some areas with rolling blackouts because of the power issues. I had a brownout yesterday. Couldn't get enough power to some things to power the house. Yeah. Household appliances. Couldn't toast my toast, people. Need your toast. Need my toast. Need your toast. Um, yeah. And I mean, I'm lucky here because um, we do have solar panels and we have a backup battery. Half the time we don't even know if power's gone out because we are yeah. self-sustainable. Yeah. So that's all right. But it's not that cheap to do that. No. And like that was a lot of money to set that up. Yeah. And that wasn't me. No. It was um, – this is currently in my parents' house and that's their setup. Yeah. But – No, you need to have a reasonable income to be investing in solar and batteries and generators and various other things before you even look at – trying to yeah deal with even you know like having car batteries in some electric vehicles or going sort of hybrid and stuff like that Mm. some government vehicles are blown up in car parks yeah and i you see the videos because they're moving to fleet with having these so because that's that's what they're gonna do yeah yeah but then you see because the batteries the the I think it's lithium ion that they're using for the electric yeah. vehicles. Yeah. They burn so much hotter. Mm. And it's really hard. Like once they start burning, it is really, really hard to put them out again. Mm-hmm. And I think they had an entire factory destroyed in something like five minutes mm-hmm. because one battery went and it sent all of the rest of them off. And yeah. no one could even get near it. The, the firefighters that arrived... Right. When they found out what was burning inside and how much of it was stored there, yeah, they didn't even try to to Leave put it. fire out. They yeah. what they did was they built a fire break so it couldn't mm-hmm. spread to any other warehouses. So you know it's bad when the fireys themselves are like, Mm-mm, not going near it. No, they'll walk into burning buildings, but they ain't going near that one. No, and that's the thing. There's nothing left. Like those cars that you know combust. The, it's not like you just sort of see a hole with a motor or, you know, in the bonnet. Like there's a motor in but you don't the even see a burnt-out car the way you would. Like, I was driving home from work the other day and there was a burnt-out car on the side of the road and it's like the paint is burnt but the shell of the car is still there. Yeah. You don't – there's not even that. It's no, slag. It's, yeah, there's nothing left. So um, to have, you know, vehicles in garages and, you oh, know, quite mm-hmm. close to your house or – on, even on the driveway, it would do a lot of damage. Mm. So, um, and that's yeah. what they're saying with the, like the power wall that mum and dad have. It, they were asked, "Do you want it inside or outside?" Mm-hmm. And dad went outside. Sure. Um, and the guy went, "Good choice." He said, "We can put it inside. I prefer to install them outside because that gives you a chance if it does set on fire." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Sorry, what? Who?" <laughs> But yeah, the, it is. It has become a thing that they have to start talking about the fire safety risks with them. Yeah, because if it goes, it, you got a couple of minutes to get out. Yeah. If it's outside of the house and there's less combustible material near it, it gives you a bit of extra time more. to get out. Yeah, yeah. But that's the thing. So I mean, yes, people are slowly starting to transition over to different eco-friendly vehicles. 
but there are risks. So you don't want to have a carbon footprint and you want to have less energy. You want to be not contributing to carbon, so on and so forth. Yes. But the other side of it is, I don't know whether we're still there and we fully understand like what you've been saying, what these vehicles are and what they, what the risks are if something happens. Their mileage, their capacity, because it's going to be much harder to to have a truck Mm -hmm. as it is to have a car Mm -hmm. because a car is carrying maybe, maybe one or two ton max, but a truck is carrying 40, 50 ton. Mm -hmm. So it needs to have that power behind it to be able to cart that without overheating, without doing anything that's going to put anyone at risk. Yeah. And that makes it hard because we have much farther distances to travel than some other places. Yeah. And it needs to be able to cover that distance while not losing strength. Yep. So that that's another hurdle that they have to jump. And I, one of the most ludicrous phone calls I've ever taken in <laughs> customer service for a trucking company was someone ringing me to complain about the emissions coming out the back of a truck. Right. Because the truck like, blew a little bit of smoke. Right. Out of its stack. And I'm like, yeah. And? It's like, it shouldn't be doing that. It's an internal combustion engine. That's exactly what it does. If it wasn't doing it, there's something I'd wrong be, with it. I'd be upset if it wasn't. <laughs> and she's like, well, it should be it should be cleaner than that. Don't you know that we're supposed to be looking after greenhouse gases? And I'm like, ma'am, it's a diesel engine truck. What? What do you drive? <laughs> it was like... Just like I drive a Corolla. And I was like, okay, is it an electric vehicle? No, it's petrol. Right, well, my truck is still using less than yours. Yeah. Because diesel engine trucks, diesel engine almost anything, uses less fuel than anything that's petrol. Yeah. So mine is still per litre doing better than yours. Yeah. And it's towing after that. 20 times more. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's I, I wasn't allowed answers. to answer those phones anymore. <laughs> <laughs> she wanted to speak to my manager. I was like, sure. Not a to get the same answer? Sure thing. Yeah. I'm like, oh, we'll have a look at that when it gets back. Yeah. We can't help that, mate. It, that's it, It's a truck. It's going to do that. Electric <laughs> trucks are in production. I think, there's, I think there's one, maybe, in Australia that was being... Developed by was it Forsyth? Badly googling. Yeah, I know. I saw one um, at. Was it the Brisbane Truck Show a couple of years ago that they were starting to talk about it? But. I definitely wouldn't have been at that show. You should go. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> I don't know if you're just saying that or if you're saying it. Oh, no. When I, was a, when I was a kid, I used to go with my dad. Cool. And it was almost like because we never went to Echo or anything like that. But I do remember loving going to the truck show because they used to have all the new safety tech stuff. Uh-huh. And in one case, they were talking about the new um, role safety in, I think – it may have been the scanner of Volvos. And they'd set this truck up on this whole hydraulic lift system. Mm. that, Like like the wipeout at Dreamworld. Yes. And so you got to climb in, strap in, put yourself into brace position, and then they simulated a roll. Oh, my God. And I was like, I don't know, 
10, 11. Yeah. Dad, 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 I want to do that. <laughs> they let me in. It was the best ride ever. <laughs> the wipeout is not fun for those that don't know what the wipeout is. It would is. be a lot more fun if you were in a truck seat. Yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> They're a lot more comfortable than the seats on the wipeout. Yeah. If you're someone that's international listening, just look up Dreamworld theme park and look up wipeout should be able to get a good video of that um yeah i went on it once and it has a fake shark fin circling at the bottom i'm not sure they have that anymore there but no not um, anymore they, they did, used that they had that pond and then they had the, the shark, shark circling and yeah. then you go really close to the shark and then you get yoinked away quite quickly quite terrifying i went on it once and once only and that was enough for my lifetime i'll never go back on it again <laughs> My brother got stuck on it. No, I mean literally stuck. Ugh. And he was in the upside down position. And you know how it's got like the three point harness? Mm-hmm. It was not in a comfortable position. Ooh, he limped off. The kahunis. The kahunis. <laughs> and the girls on either side of him were cracking up laughing. <laughs> as they do. Yeah. Um, I cannot find it. Well, I yeah. I can see here that Volvo is pushing for something to be allowed. That was only May last year. Wait behind electric trucks in Australia. Volvo Group want heavier trucks to be allowed on Australian roads, arguing it will not be able to make electric trucks in Brisbane capable of travelling several hundred kilometres unless regulators change the rules. And the mm-hmm. Volvo Group that does... The trucks is separate to Volvo Cars, which does the cars. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. They are they are actually two completely separate arms. Yeah. Two completely separate companies, sorry. And they're, they're um, one is Swedish owned and one is Chinese owned. The Volvo Group, which does the trucks, is Swedish owned. Uh-huh. Sure. So it looks like they were planning on making electric trucks at the Waco manufacturing plant mm-hmm. from 2027. Um, but the heavy vehicle regulations on the limit of the truck's front axles are maximized at 6.5 tonne to minimize road damage. And Volvo would like it raised to 7.5 tonnes to accommodate the weight of the batteries carried or uh-huh. required to be carried. Yep. Makes sense. And they're limited to the 6.5 ton to limit road damage. Because the heavier the vehicle, the more it can mm. damage the roads. Um, so I don't know where that's where that's going to go with that one, but it'll be interesting to see. They'll probably just put the rates up again. Cool. <laughs> uh, paying Rego on a truck is ridiculous. It's freaking really expensive. <laughs> Everything's really expensive. You think your car's expensive? Mm -mm. Not in comparison to a truck. Well, luckily, I will not be investing in a truck anytime soon. (laughs) It is very lucky then. Very, very lucky. But I think we've um, rambled enough for this episode. Okay. So Cool. But uh, you have a Reddit on Reddit for our next episode? We do. I do. You do? (laughs) Not we do. We do. I do. do. That I will tell you. Amy's more prepared for the next episode than I was for this one. Well, I don't think we were. I don't think we didn't. You don't think? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe 
maybe it's been that kind of day. I don't know. Um, but this episode's been good because we covered a lot of stuff. But even though we went off a little bit, we, mm. we brought it back. We tangent. We you guys of, already know this. Yeah. So if you've been with us from the start, you should know Knows us well enough now. <laughs> that we tangent and quite heavily. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Yes. But well done. Good topic. I liked it. Yep. Yeah. And if anyone has anything to add, please send us an email, comment on our Instagram. Ooh, rate and review us. Yes. No one, no one has done that yet. If you are the first, we will um, we'll call you out um, on our podcast. We'll say your name, say thanks. We'll shout you out. We won't call you out. We'll call you out and go, hey, mate. <laughs> you, you, you are you. <laughs> you with the name. <laughs> and then it's you. <laughs> it's just me saying how great we are. I'm uh, such an amazing podcaster. Five stars, five stars, five stars. Look. Yes, I would prefer five stars, but I don't want to like tell you what to do or anything. But um, <laughs> five stars would be great. Just look, we'd actually be really grateful if someone did review us. We don't have any reviews, so super grateful for that. And send in your stories. I've seen things stories because I guarantee you, you've seen things just like us. Hmm. We always love to hear about the crazy that happens at work, and there is like. There is not a workplace on this planet where crazy does not happen. (laughs) And just weird things happen. You go, yeah, that was weird. Why? What? And how? What was your thought process? Yeah. So we'd love to hear it. So please get in touch because we know there's quite a number of you listening out there too now. Yes. Which is excellent. The analytics are in. Yep. The analytics are in. (laughs) And we'll call you out. (laughs) (laughs) I'll shout you out. She'll apparently call you out. I don't know what, you, what you're being called out for. Being how awesome you guys are that listen. Oh, that's a shout out. <laughs> yeah, I typically forgot what the word was. I was like, call out. Oh, I'll just say that. It's fine. Um, but yes, review us, love us, like us. Share, share us. us. Ooh. <laughs> so if you're watching us, share us. That if you're way. listening to us, share us. Yeah. <laughs> Tag us. Yeah, we'd yep. love to see it, Just hear it. Engage with us. We would love to have some engagement. Yes, because we know you're listening. Because yep. I was going to say we're listening, but we're not. I'm, we're, I'm listening to you. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm not listening. That'd be weird if I called out everyone that I was listening to. <laughs> anyway, look, we'll wrap it up for today. Good chats. <laughs> for some reason in my head now, I've just got Christy laughing at you <laughs> in the pool instant. Oh, I got a leg cramp in the pool and she just laughed at me, my friend. Yeah. She's still laughing. (laughs) She's still laughing. Um, Thanks, Christy. Anyway, um, we'll say goodbye for now. And until next time, stay safe. Bye. Bye.